Hey, everybody, and welcome to Suffolk Sports Media's podcast, where we will be talking all about high school sports here in Suffolk County, New York. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to episode one of Suffolk Sports Media's podcast. So today is September 15th, 2020. Um, I know I waited a little bit too long with this, but I think it's time now that I speak up. Um, this was not my original intentions for this podcast, but I think now it, it it's my intentions were to interview the kids and have, have sports. But this year um, has become a mess. So it's time to speak up and have uh, be heard. And I will be interviewing kids and I will be interviewing um, other people and to, so, so that people get a chance to speak up about this. But um, there's only one word for this year so far, and that is it sucks. Um, schools were shut down. We're in the midst of a pandemic, okay? The schools were shut down in March. The class of 2020... Um, didn't expect to never be going back to school, but they didn't. They lost their prom. They lost graduation. They lost a lot. I mean, a lot of things that they lost. And 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 I can tell you that towns throughout our area, the parents and whatnot, they pulled through and they did everything that they could to try and make these kids have um, something to remember for their year. Um, and here we are, like I said, it's September 15th. We're, um, into the middle of the class of 2021's senior year or the beginning of their senior year. And, uh, we're in really pretty much no better of a shape, really. Um, yeah, they're back in school. They're in a hybrid learning system. Um, we're still dealing with social distancing. Yes, things have gotten better. I mean, from March until... June, I think it was, everything was shut down. No businesses were open. The kid, We weren't leaving the houses. Um, the kids were not, you know, talking with one another. They were not seeing one another. Um, until what we called, uh, the governor wanted us to uh, flatten the curve with this pandemic. And we did. And we have been. Um, and now here it is in September. The kids are back to school. And the major precautions, are they necessary? Maybe. Um, but we don't get it what's going on now. Um, like I said, they're back to school, but in a hybrid situation. Um, most of the high school kids are going in one or two days a week and the remainder of the weeks they're, they're working from home online. Um, my son came home from his first day of school and all he could say to me was that it was very, very, very sad. Um, he didn't see a lot of his friends he doesn't know when he's going to be in a classroom with those friends again, but it, he said it's it's very sad. But what what took the biggest hit and what we're talking about here now is, which I still can't believe, is high school sports took a major, major hit. Um, <clears throat> we were told by the governor when schools could open, they could open, you know, normal schedules. September, they have been. Um, high school sports were treated completely differently. Originally, what was said is that um, we would be able to have what they call what they call low risk sports, which consist of soccer, cross country. Um, they would be able to go back um, on the twenty first of September. 
Um, but this is spring. This is fall sports. Fall sports also consists of football um, and volleyball. And those sports were considered um, or labeled high-risk sports. And we were told that they would figure something out come October. Okay. Wasn't looking very good. Was not looking very good for them. Um, and there are a lot of um, steps and a lot of organizations that um, high school athletes have to deal with, which I don't think a lot of people realize. Um, you have the federal level, which makes um, up all of the rules for each sport. Then you have your state level. In New York, it's New York State Public High Schools Athletic Association. Um, and they make their suggestions to the individual sections. Where we live, it's Section 11. Okay. Um, so when the governor said this, they, you know, his was they have to follow the CDC guidelines, the Department of Health guidelines. So they, those organizations, they had to scramble because they had to find out what the guidelines were. Because mind you, this was changing on a daily basis. Um, what was going on with the pandemic from, you know, this many people sick to this many people dying. It, it was constantly changing. <clears throat> and here we are, September 15th, and I believe we have 192,000 people that have died in New York, in the United States from this pandemic. Um, and they are still um, people getting sick. Um, and But New York is pretty good. Um, we flattened the curve. And um, we have been at an infection rate of below 1% for um, just over a month now. So that's why we couldn't understand why there was so much of this pushback with high school sports. And um, so uh, the New York State Public High School Sports Athletic Association, mind you, I'm going to get that wrong. Um, they, um, they came out with what they were trying to do to make sure where the high-risk sports like football, like volleyball, and again, don't understand why volleyball is in there, but it is. They were trying to figure out a way to get them to be able to play sometime this school year. So what they did is that they created a fall season two that was going to start in March. And there was little information about that other than that this is what they were working on. And the frustration level was high and the aggravation and not having answers. So I... Um, was commenting and making my own comments. And I got a, a private message from uh, Dr. Zayas, um, who is the head of the New York Public High School Sports Athletic Association. Um, and he said, listen, why don't you, you know, here's my cell phone number. Why don't you call me and um, I'll answer whatever questions you have, which I, of course, I jumped on that. And uh, him and I talked for about a good 15, 20 minutes. And a lot of it was <clears throat> about, you know, well, if you're going to start in March, then what about, you know, spring sports and, and what what about the, you know, the overlap? And he says, no, we were going to move everything around so that there wasn't that much of an overlap. There might have been one or a week or two overlap, but they were doing everything they can to change things around, to change seasons, to shorten them or lengthen them, to stick this in there because they wanted to be able to make it so that football could happen. And obviously football was not going to happen in fall sports. So they were going to try and switch it for them. Um, he, um, he, oh, I asked him about volleyball and he says he has no idea. 
Um, he knows that in um, the new the the national level, it's not considered a high risk, but for some reason in New York State is considered a high risk. So he couldn't give me an explanation for that, other than that it was. So he said, "Listen, I, I'm I've got all of this information. I'm sitting here on my desk, and I'm about." ready to release it, but I need uh, um, to get a few more people to, to look at this and to okay it um, before I put it out publicly. He says, but we have it figured out. There is an end date for this new fall too. There is so that it doesn't overlap. I mean, they were working to get everything situated so that everybody got a chance to play. So I said, fine, I'll wait until that comes out and I'll look at it and we'll see what happens. Um, so the phone call was about maybe 15, 20 minutes. And um, after I got off the phone with him, um, I was sitting there and I was going over and mentally going over everything that he said to me. And then all of a sudden it came out. Section 11 had made the announcement that they were canceling all fall sports and pushing sports back to January. Of course, infuriating everybody. Um, he didn't, what got me is that he didn't even give them, meaning the, Na the the New York state, the state organization, a chance to even get their information out there. He just, they just went and they canceled it. Um, so with no, you know, they gave explanations. Um, they, you know, they want to make sure that nobody got sick. So, um, and they also cited that there were two other things that were a concern, and that was transportation um, and uh, locker rooms. And these are things that I personally think that can be um, dealt with. Um, and the fact that they're using them as an as an excuse, quote unquote excuse, makes me believe that they just didn't want to be bothered trying to figure out a way to deal with it. They just was, no, we're not, we're just not going to. Um, doing a lot of poking around and talking to a lot of people. All right. Um, there is a, a, a group of parents that have created a, a group that they're trying to do things. And they're actually, as a matter of fact, they're protesting right now in front of the office of section 11, um, trying to get their voices heard and trying to get them to listen to them. Um, but what you've got to realize is how this works. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of ins and outs of some things. Um, I know that uh, I had spoken to my son's coach. My son is um, a, a sport, an athletic student. And I spoke to him after the announcement from Section 11, and he couldn't speak. He, he, was, he was livid. He was beyond livid. And I'm like, what's okay? You know, are you all right? What's going on? Why are you so angry? He said, I'm so angry is that because we were all on a Zoom call the night before, all of us um, in regards to the sport, and we were um, all talking and going over things, and we were Tom Combs was involved in the meeting, or at least a representative from Section 11 was involved in the call, and they asked him, and is this, you know, and he said, nothing is changing. You know, this is, this, we're starting September 21st. And 24 hours later, this came out. And, you know, he said all of the work that we've all put in, all of the hope that we put into these kids thinking that they were going to be able to go back to their sport, and now they canceled it outright. And, I mean, they didn't just, you know, can't they canceled everything. So whether if you're a high risk or a low risk, they postponed everything, and they postponed everything to January. Now, here's my, my understanding with that or, or my belief system with that. 
Um, the governor of New- the state of New York, and he put out a statement today, or a recorded statement came out from something that he said in regards to high school sports. But hold on, let me go back to the beginning. Um, he said that um, a couple of weeks ago that there will be budget cuts. The state of New York is going to have a, I don't know how many millions and millions of dollars of a budget cut. So he basically went to every single department for the state of New York and told them, you're cutting your budget by 20%. Now, they um, are doing that because, you know, the state needs to run. I mean, we, we have to understand that they need to run. So they're withholding money so they can run because the president of the United States has gone publicly and stated that the Democratic-run states are going to be getting cut, their budgets, their funding. They're not getting what they used to have. So, you know, you're being told by this, by your boss, so what do you do? You know, you try and, and scramble and figure out how to way to hang on to money to deal with the ascent, the, 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 the much-needed things, and some of the non-essential things may have to go. So the governor turned around and said, you know, to all the departments that you have to cut your budget 20%. Now, if you notice this and if you're paying attention, they turned around, and this is they, meaning Section 11, they turned around and they said, we're not canceling it. We're just postponing it. We're postponing it until January. Well, November is election, and it's a presidential election. So are they hoping, and is the governor of New York hoping, that if the president that we have now and I'm not going po- political here, I'm, I'm leaving names out of it, but if he is not reelected and we go with a new incumbent, um, the guy who's running against him, maybe that guy may turn around and say, now nah, I'm going to give you your money. Where we already know that the present president that we have is already stating, I'm cutting I'm cutting so bad it's going to hurt. He's This is what he's saying. So if he gets reelected, we're going to have money issues, the state. I see that as being true. I mean, why not? I mean, the state's got to do what the state's got to do. And when you think that you're going to be cut, it's like, you know, it's like you and I. You know, we lost our jobs. So what's the first thing you do? You get rid of as many of those non-essentials. You know, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're, we're, we're cutting this. We're cutting that because we don't have the income coming in and we're only paying the bare minimums. Well, it's like that with the state of New York. I mean, that's just the way it is. So I, I believe that that is part of the reasoning behind it. Um, and what happens is, is that the superintendents are being told that, you know, you're not getting the state aid that you got before. Now, growing up when I was younger, when we found out that our school budgets were not passed, okay, um, that um, the first thing that we would lose was transportation. You know, I remember riding my bike four or five miles to school um, because the budget didn't pass. So the superintendents are now... We're not getting, we're, our budget's passed. Now, if you remember, we all voted 
here in, uh, in on Long Island. We voted for our school budgets back in May. They came, uh, believe it or not, mail in uh, mail in ballots, and we did them. If I'm not mistaken, I think only one school district, which was Riverhead School District, did not pass their budget. Everybody else did. So they know that they're getting the same amount of money that they got from us last year, okay, plus a little bit more if they asked for it, okay? But they already know that they're getting that. And the money that they get from us is what the supplements from what they get from the state. So the state is now telling them, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, like, you know, we used to give you $16 million. Well, maybe you'll get eight this year. And that's coming from the state. We already passed our budget. They can't come to us and ask us for more money. I mean, they could try, but, you know, I don't know how they could do that. You can't re-vote. Um, so what choice do they have? Things are going to get cut. And what they're doing is that they're cutting sports. That's the first thing that they're cutting. At least it looks that way. Okay. So if you're out there and you're, you're hearing me and you're, you're protesting and you're angry, um, good. Um, what you need to do is that you need to be emailing. You need to be writing and you need to be calling your local district's superintendent. Now, not all of them are on the executive board. Mind you, they're not all on the executive board for Section 11, okay? But they're still your superintendents and they all stick together. Um, and they are the ones that you're going to, ultimately, you're going to harass them. Um, I know that People have already said that there's one district where he basically turned around and said, yeah, I feel sorry for you, but, you know, I ain't doing anything about it. <clears throat> so you go after him and you torture him. Uh, growing up as a, uh, growing up at home, um, I was the youngest of four. Um, obviously, you can tell I talk a lot. Um, and I used to drive my parents crazy. Um, so my father used to have this saying. His saying was always, give her what she wants so she shuts up. Um, no, I wasn't the kid that got the car. But if I wanted 10 bucks to go out with my, my friends on a Friday night, my father gave me the 10 bucks just to get me out of the house and get me to shut up. So think of the same mentality, all right? If we keep hounding them, if we keep driving them crazy, if we keep emailing them and phone calling and, and showing up at board meetings and showing up at anything, maybe, just maybe, they will give us what we want until, so that we just shut up. We can only hope for that. So keep going after your board. You cannot go to another district board and, and expect to speak. So um, if you live in ISOP, uh, you can't go and show up at a Shoreham Wading River, you know, uh, um, uh, board of ed meeting. You know, you're calling them. They're going to tell you, I don't care. You're not from our district. So whatever district that you live in, those that's the superintendent you need to be going after. And if we're all doing it the same together, they're all getting bombarded from their own people. Okay. Also, on top of that, and I alluded to this before, you should be going after the executive board of Section 11 because they're the ones that made this call. Tom Combs didn't make this call. Tom Combs wants sports. He had every belief that we were going back to playing some form of sports on September 21st. All right. He was an AD. He wants sports. Your ADs want these kids to play. Okay. The executive board made this decision and told Tom Combs, tell them to shut it down. 
And that's what he did. He has to do what they tell him to do. And that's what happened. So do the same thing to them. The, the, the Nassau County, if you're listening to me, do the same thing. Go after the executive board of your section. Email them. Write to them. Call them. Make sure that they're taking down your name when you call them. Because what you ultimately want to do is you want to get that letter in writing with that superintendent's signature on it stating, I support sports. It should not have shut down. It should not have happened this way. We should be bringing sports back. You want that documentation so that you can drop it right smack in the middle of the desk of the executive board for your section because they then have to justify the call that they made. That is the best way to do this. You know what, if you want to go to the governor, governor, go right ahead. But after hearing what he said that somebody posted up his his statement a little while ago in regards to um, high school sports and it one it, outside of the fact that it was wishy washy and two, he was just passing the buck. I, it doesn't seem like he understands the the steps and the people and the organizations that are involved to have high school sports go and to have them play. So, you know, I don't think he grasps that and maybe he needs a lesson in how it works here in New York State. Um, I'm going to say that his kids probably never played sports in high school. Could be wrong. But um, or if they did, they never had a problem or it had to deal with something is this bad as what we're doing with now. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. You know, continue to, you know, basically harass him with emails and and phone calls and letters until, you know, he makes another statement or, you know, get somebody to school him. You know, we need somebody to school him. You want to get your local politicians involved? Go right ahead. Remember, it's an election year. Of course they want to help. Of course they want to get your vote. Of course they'll do this, but whatever it is that you, they say, or any of them say, get it in writing, make sure you have it in writing, get a hold of the press. Okay. Local channel 12 news. We all know them. Everybody knows Aaron Colton. Everybody knows, you know, the, get a hold of them, drop, drop copies of every single one of these superintendents, um, that agreed that short sports should happen, drop it on their desk and say, now, Find out who it is. Why is this happening? Why are you not making this an issue? Because it is an issue. It's a big issue because it affects our kids' futures. It affects their their mental health as well. I mean, you know, they've been locked up for months, these kids, all right? And they need their brothers in arms and their sisters in arms. They need to be together with their with their their sports teams, with the people that they've spent months and years with. And when you have... And people don't get it and they don't, you know, understand it. You have your local club teams playing and been playing for months. And and that's not the issue. The, the, the thing is, is that they've been playing and none of them have gotten sick. So if you're going to turn around and you're going to use, well, we don't want kids to get sick. Well, they've been playing for months and nobody's gotten sick. So that's a poor excuse. All right. These people need to be, you know, they need to be held to the mat, all right? They need to be told, you got to come up with something better than that because you're just using it as an excuse. So keep doing what you're doing. 
um, we have to advocate for our kids. We have to advocate for our students and see what we can do, the best that we can do to get sports reinstated. Because if we let this go or if this does let go and January 4th for Suffolk, uh, for Suffolk County for Section 11 is when they're saying that things can start. Um, if we are still dealing with this pandemic and there is no cure, there is no vaccine, I'm guaranteeing you that they will cancel sports for the rest of the school year. So you have to do it now. You have to be vocal. Um, go to your superintendents, all right? Then go and also go to the, 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 the executive board for your section. Those are the people that you need to go after, and those are the people that you need to um, get them to change their mind and realize where they're wrong. All right, folks, like I said, this is the first episode. Um, it's not going to be the last on this subject, that's for sure. We're going to try and arrange to speak to some of the athletes. You know, you're a kid and you want to be heard on this. You know what? Reach out to me. I have no problem with letting you on here and let your voice be heard. You're a parent. I have no problem with you being on here and let your voice be heard because it's important because I think at this point, this is what we need to do. We need to find every avenue and every way possible to be heard. So all you have to do is reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram. You can direct message me there. You can find, we have a uh, Facebook page. We have a website. Uh, Suffolk Sports Media, Instagram, Suffolk Sports Media. All you have to do is just reach out to me and we'll talk and we'll make arrangements. Okay, folks? All right, so that's it for right now. Um, I hope that they are having some kind of uh, success at the um, rally that they're holding tonight right outside uh, Section 11's office. And uh, we got to keep moving, got to keep going, and got to keep uh, trying. So uh, good luck. And I will catch you next week. You guys have a good night and don't give up. Bye-bye.